That's creepy. Holden, we are back together. Finally. We are. We're in the same room. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Not going to lie. We are back together again. About time. But also kind of miss being away from you because you scare me. Yeah. So I was going to explain this to Holden. Actually being in the same room sucks in terms of editing because <laughs> I like our mics slightly pick up each other's voices like it's very slight yeah. but if I'm not exact with the editing it just sounds terrible yeah and it gets off for some reason like every 10 or so minutes okay so I have to like redo it whereas like when we did it over Skype it was just easy to edit because it you know it, we didn't pick up each other's microphones because we had headphones in and all that mm -hmm. but uh now we're back in the studio we have the slight fan ambience yeah. <laughs> that comes with being in the studio because they put a fan in the studio and it's just as constantly much. running yep which is great <laughs> there's no way to turn it off <laughs> Uh, welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthi, joined in real life by my co-host, Holton Sutter. Welcome to our first kind of mini episode. We've got a great show for you today. No movie review this week. Yeah. But we're talking D23, the new teaser trailers for Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian. In addition, we have an update on the... In Breaking Bad. Yeah, well, we might talk about that. We have an update on the Spidey MCU situation. We will also discuss the upcoming upcoming Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, the Uncharted movie that never seems like it will be made, and so much more. Maybe the Breaking Bad movie. Stay tuned. <laughs> Let's do it. That one movie podcast. <laughs> Tom Holden. So the main part of today's episode will be the Toms, and the main part of the Toms will be D23, Disney's big event that they just had. We just came off Gamescom. Now we have D23. Holden, it's, are you excited for Toms today? It's just E3, but for Disney. Tom's. Tom's is a rapid fire game in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Tom's Broca, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Broca is the highest rating. Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Holden, let's get started. Let's start out with the big guns. D23 for news first. That Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker teaser trailer <laughs> came out a couple was it a couple days after they sh mm -hmm. initially showed it. I don't know why they just didn't release it at the same time and because it, it kind of just the got people who bought tickets to D23. It made it special because they were the only ones who didn't have it spoiled for them. Yeah. Because all the news articles were like Ray has a double-sided red <laughs> lightsaber. I actually didn't see. I didn't read any articles before. Oh, you didn't I, even see the headlines? No. I, I saw I like the all the headlines. First. I'm like, well, I would have liked to seen that in the trailer. <laughs> but uh, we didn't get a ton of new footage. Like half the trailer it's is just, just old, old fan-made <laughs> compilation. I like how they, you know, they spend their good time on you know the original trilogy. They go through each movie and then they just kind of rush <laughs> the prequels. <laughs> like uh, they show all of them, but. Yeah, a couple talking points that stood out to me. We can get some of yours if you have any. Okay. Uh, one that stood out to me was the crap ton 
of the OG Imperial Star Destroyers. Um, not First Order stuff, which yeah. is interesting. So uh, time travel, interdimensional craziness. What's Probably. going on? I don't like... I keep I keep attributing a lot of this as like oh maybe this is a dream or maybe this is like flashbacks but we have a lot of stuff that would have to be that kind of stuff. I don't think this part is a vision. No. I think this is like legit. Maybe maybe Kylo Ren's just like let's go back to that original design. Cool. <laughs> just hops in the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kylo, we don't have enough road to get to 88 miles per hour. <laughs> um, sounds like the Emperor is the big bad of this movie, Holden. Yeah. I know you're on the fence about that. Mm. You still there? Yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence. I mean, I don't know. Are you we'll o- are you open-minded? Do you think it can be done well? It could be done well, I guess, but I, think, I don't know. <laughs> I think, okay, so people are going to say J.J. Abrams is playing it safe. Which yeah. I think is ridiculous because everything I've seen about this is that, boy, if this isn't 100% perfect, people are just absolutely going to hate it mm. because of where he's coming from and he's the crazy things he's doing. I think playing it safe would not be doing any of this. Not bringing back Emperor Palpatine would be playing it safe. Not addressing the prequels really would be playing playing it safe. I think what he's going after is very... Uh, Admirable. Hopefully, he gets it done correctly. We'll see. I don't know. We'll. See. I, I'm still on the fence about this movie. I'm like this trailer got me a little bit more hyped about it than I was previously because I I liked some of the new footage. Um, I liked the poster and everything, but I it just I'm still kind of like eh. It's Star Wars. Han <laughs> Solo movie was kind of just just not. <laughs> I want to bring up Solo later. I've All got right. a question for you about that. Um, Dark Side Ray. This was the big uh, question. Is this real? It's a vision. It's got to be a vision. <laughs> There's I think, no way that's real. I believe real. on a website, they even, like an official Disney website where they had like a description of the trailer, they said like it was a vision and then they like went back and like edited it out or something oh. like that. It's got to be a vision or something or a clone thing. I think there's, I can't remember what it was, if it was an Onion article or something I saw. And like, uh, it was kind of this, like this, I mean, if it's Onion, it's obviously a joke. But it was this article that was like, uh, Dark Side Ray is totally a vision or something like that. And then the whole, like, the whole article is just a bunch of like obvious points pointed out. And it's just like really funny and like. It's supposed to be obvious. What's the point of the foldable lightsaber? I don't know. Just just so it doesn't like clang on your leg as annoyingly. I mean, it's like really long. That's a really long lightsaber. So I guess folding it up is probably more comfortable to carry around. Yeah, but like, why does she ignite it like that? I don't know. I mean, it kind of looks cool. Does it though? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. And when you light it it up and then you snap it open, I feel like that's just a safety risk yeah, there because you, like, you could just leg. yeah there's a lot of you know you would want to unfold it then ignite it that I makes don't know. Me, yeah uh okay first rate rate the poster brokaw bombadil burger oh that's a brokaw that's a brokaw for me some people are complaining a little bit about the emperor looking a little cartoony he does kind of look a little fake yeah but everything else about the poster is really good, i love so. the poster <laughs> i'm getting that poster i'm gonna give that a brokaw how about the teaser trailer holden uh teaser trailer overall probably uh brokaw i guess two brokaws so it i, I mean 
I'll it definitely did its job of making me want to see the movie a little more. But and I mean, didn't it, give anything away. Yeah. That wasn't obvious. Like, Ray's definitely not going to be evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, the locations looked nice in the in the trailer. It. Uh, I I liked her fight with Kylo Ren on mm-hmm. the the Death, Death Star. Star. Yeah. Um, the weird festival thing on the desert planet looks like a festival. <laughs> or something. Woodstock. Yeah. Woodstock like, Pasana. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it looks good. Okay. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Is this what we're doing now? Yeah. We're just going to talk like this? <laughs> we, could talk it in, we could turn it into the Mickey Mouse. Oh, 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 oh. Disney, D23. Two billion more dollars. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, like showing Ray as dark side. If that was actually going to happen, it would not be in the trailer, right? Yeah, it wouldn't. So or you'd hope not. Yeah, this is a Terminator Genesis level spoiler I'm gonna, in the trailer. I'm going to give it a Brokaw overall for the trailer. I think the inclusion of the the dark side ray is kind of a blatant red herring. So yeah, I'm docking a little bit for that. But overall, Brokaw still. Let's move on to other Star Wars stuff. We got Ooh. our first real look at the Mandalorian. We had like the leaked Comic Con footage that you never saw. I never watched it. Uh, some of it I think is pretty similar to this. Holden, what did you think of the Mandalorian teaser re- that we got? I really liked it. I thought it looked really cool. I'm pretty excited. I'm more excited for that than I am for <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, honestly. I'm, I'm excited for both. I really... Um, it's The Mandalorian will debut when Disney Plus comes out mm-hmm. November 12th this year. It's going to be released weekly. Sure. Kind of like uh, you know Game of Thrones as opposed to like Stranger Things where I was dumped. Which you still haven't seen. At once that I still haven't seen. Maybe I have seen it. You have not. I haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah, overall, I really like the look of it. You know, it looks Rogue One-esque. Mm-hmm. It looks like a movie. That's yeah. the key thing. The it spec- looks so nice. It, it does not look like they compromised no. at all. They put all their budget in this movie. Show. This show. That's there what you I go. said. The show <laughs> by John Favreau. Ooh. Poetry. That's what you listen I love to John Favreau. For. He's a good guy. He's, he's pretty Let happy. Let me see my family. <laughs> Go back, Jonathan. <laughs> Nobody calls me Jonathan. <laughs> As we all know, uh, Jonathan Favreau is owned by Disney at this point. But Robert, because... He's Robert Allen Iger's slave. Yeah, he is, so... Uh, we I'm, hope he'll be let go after this. Yeah, let him go. <laughs> He's only made you like a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Um. So Brokaw, obviously, yeah. for the Mandalorian. Brokaw. Looking forward to it. November 12th. I like seeing a guy's head get cut off in a door. But you didn't. No, it's you kind of inferred. But it's definitely going to happen. Also, Werner Herzog is in that. What? Werner Herzog, the that? German filmmaker guy. Is in what? that movie? Is in the show? I don't know who that is. You should look him up. He's pretty important to film. Werner, if you're doing a movie, Werner Herzog. Werner, I think I've looked this up before. Yeah, he's Will a pretty Werner. prominent filmmaker. You should know who he is. You do a movie podcast. <laughs> he's in it. I'm like, what are you doing in this? Oh, he, direct, I think he directs been... opera. That's gross. I think we've, <laughs> I think we did have a story where we talked about him being in the show, but I forgot about that. Oh, he looks like a hack. So, <laughs> <laughs> Ewan McGregor has officially returned to play Obi Wan in a miniseries for Disney Plus. Filming will be, be filming will begin in 2020, so we'll have to wait a couple more years before we see obi-wan return except he's going to be in the Rise of Skywalker probably. Yeah. So, um. 
my question for you, Holden. We have Ewan McGregor back, obviously Broca. Yeah. But um, how, how do you feel about this being a mini series? You know, like six to eight episodes or whatever it's going to be, instead of a movie or a trilogy. I think it's good. I think it's good yeah. too. You uh, could you could do you could do more with it than you could with a movie. I agree. And now I want to bring up this point. Do you think Solo would have been more well regarded had it been a TV show? Because they had the plan for the trilogy. Imagine that the first movie split into two, three episodes, and then you have the other two movies, kind of the story in a 10 episode season or nine episode, eight episode, whatever. I mean, if they literally took like the solo movie and just like re edited it and put it into a show, yeah, it'd probably be better as a show. I think people would not (laughs) have so much gripe against solo if it was a TV show. I think there's like. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we have the lower expectations for the miniseries. Mm-hmm. So if they're decent whatsoever, we're like, yeah, it's solid. Yeah. I think people would say, yeah, Solo, that's a solid show. Yeah. But since it's the movie and it just completely flopped. And it's just kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> it. That's why people didn't really like it. Yeah. I'm going to say, I think that's my theory. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. I'm crazy. They should have. They should have made it like a nine-episode miniseries or something. That's Split what they should have done. Of the trilogy up into three episodes, something like that. Lucasfilm is figuring it out as they go along. Yeah. But hopefully, <laughs> they will figure it out, and we will have some good Star Wars stuff coming in the future. I'm giving Ewan McGregor in the Obi-Wan miniseries a uh, Thomas two thumbs up broke off. That's a Thomas two thumbs up broke off for me too. I'm not sure I've ever given one of those, but I sure uh, you do. Surely have. I don't know, but. I like Ewan McGregor. He's a good guy. Hello there. Uh, <laughs> on to non-Star Wars news, but still D23 news. Okay. I know you're really excited about this one, Holden. A Lady in the Tramp live-action movie <laughs> will debut with Disney Plus in November, uh, right when Disney Plus comes out. And my notes for this is, who cares? <laughs> Did you watch the trailer for it? Yeah. It looks okay. It looks good. Yeah. I, like, I couldn't I, believe... I didn't realize it was going to be just Disney Plus. I was like, oh, wow. It looks like they spent a lot of money on this for people not to care about it. Yeah. Well, I uh, I was... <laughs> I, I kind of want to watch the trailer again and see if I have the same opinion, but I almost thought like the animals talking that, that looked better than Lion King. I agree. <laughs> I thought the same exact thing. I thought they looked more emotive. Yeah. I was like, why didn't they do this for Lion King? <laughs> that would automatically make it better. Probably. I never saw it. We never saw it. Sorry. But, um, Sorry, Joyce, you think... I know you wanted us to see it. <laughs> Shout out to Joyce Uthie. My mother. Um, but the, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of excited for it. I like the original movie. It's cute. It's the, I mean, I'm kind of interested because they're definitely going to extend it. The original movie is only like 70 minutes long or something like that. It's pretty short. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. But Are they going to extend it, though? Why would I, they? Because it's not coming out. Length. It's not coming out in theaters, though. I don't know. I mean, I almost... I don't know. I'm kind of excited for I'm going to give it a bro I think just because... if I had two little kids, I'd be excited. But yeah. alas, I don't. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it since it's. I'm going to get Disney Plus. So yeah. I'll give it a bro We're all getting Disney Plus, Holden. Yeah. That's been will. decided for <laughs> us. You don't have a choice. <laughs> uh, we got a first look at WandaVision at the poster release looks like a 1950s sitcom holden thoughts yeah Yeah, well so that's kind of what we've been told about it so far uh the i mean the poster kind of is what i expected uh based on what the premise has been and the uh comic stories that this seems to be kind of based off of 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of excited for this because I think it'll get weird. There was also new casting news for it. I don't Which know if you is? There was uh, a couple just like random characters from throughout the MCU. I can't even remember who they are, but they were like side characters in various MCU movies are just going to be in this that aren't like necessarily Not connected. Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. <laughs> that aren't Oof. necessarily connected. We'll get to, to that. <laughs> yeah. That aren't necessarily connected to uh, a Vision or a Scarlet Witch. They're just going to be in it. And I think or they're going to be like different. Wanda. But they are connected to one division. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think I'm kind of excited for this because I think it's going to just be real weird. Uh, yeah. My cousin Nikolai is really excited for this. Um, I think if it gets really good reviews, I'll watch it. If it's like, yeah, it's an 8 out of 10, that's not enough for me. It's got to be at least a 9 out of 10. I still haven't seen Stranger Things, guys. Or Mindhunter. Yeah. So I'm falling behind. We'll get to Mindhunter. I'm just catching up on South Park, okay? And that came out like 22 years ago, okay? Give me a break. Um, Also, uh, we kind of skipped over our rating for Lady and the Tramp. I'll give that a Bergeron. Okay. And you will give Lady and the Tramp. I gave it a Brokaw. Brokaw? Oh, you gave it a rating. Yeah, I gave it a Brokaw. Well, on the vision poster, I'll give that a Bergeron just because uh, I'll be the somewhat negative one for I'll, this piece of news. Yeah, I'll be a Brokaw. There you go. I've given all Brokaws so far, I think. I so. would give it a Brokaw if I cared more about it. <laughs> if I had better taste, it's probably going to be a good show and everybody's going to tell me to watch it and I'll be like, oh, I'll watch it. For you. We'll watch it before the next season comes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which okay. is what I say about every show before I don't watch it before the next season comes out. Holden, Disney unveiled Avengers Campus for Disneyland in California. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Sounds like it will be the MCU equivalent of like Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Sure. Galaxy's Edge. Um, there are concept images online. Check it out if you want to make a, your own kind of judgment. I didn't really like. look at the images too much. I just kind of read an article about it. But, yeah, sounds cool. I only looked at the images. I didn't read the article about it. Oh, okay. Fill me in. <laughs> I'm it's, just kidding. It's just happening. <laughs> it's just happening. It's made. They're going to make more money. Yeah, and everybody's being built soon. going to go to Disneyland, and nobody's going to be, like, at, at the center. It's going to be a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I would be more excited, but I've never been to any Disney parks, so Really? Yeah. So oh, wow. I mean, first time I go, no matter what's there, it's gonna be magical for me. So yeah, Well when our Patreon hits, you know, a thousand dollars a week, we'll have to go to Disney World. We'll, we'll hit it up. We'll review Avengers Campus when that comes <laughs> out. <laughs> hey, well, we're exponentially growing lately. So yeah. <laughs> We can get to that more later, maybe, <laughs> towards the end of the show. Um, so I'll give that a Bergeron. Okay. I'll give it a Bergeron, I guess. <laughs> uh, Holden, sounds like Spider-Man is indeed out of the MCU. Yeah, um, maybe? Probably. Sounds well, like... So it's like a weird situation, right? Because, I mean, it sounds like Disney's involvement is going to be minimal to none at this point. Um, based on what Kevin Feige and Tom Holland have both kind of indirectly said. Um, but, like, they're still keeping Tom Holland as Spider-Man, from what I understand. Sony so, is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if it's the same Spider-Man, like, it's still kind of MCU, right? But it's not. But it's I not don't like know it's, how they're going to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm they're, sure there's but ways. They're, but he's not going to be, like, in the next Avengers movie. Yeah. But, like, he still exists in that world. In the MCU. In the MCU. Yeah, but then it's going to be, like... 
I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of a weird situation. I, like, I, I'm definitely, like, s upset about this still. But it's, like, a weird That's situation. That's, like, the whole crux of Far From Home. Yeah. It's, like, you're the next Iron Man. You're like, going to be, like, the next leader of the Avengers. Yeah. And now it's, like, well, no, he's not in the not. universe anymore. I'm still holding out hope that something will come up about it. That's what John Favreau is saying, too. Um, I'm just going to read some quotes from Kevin Feige okay. and Tom Holland from D23 when they were asked about it. Feige stated, I'm feeling about Spider-Man gratitude and joy. We got to make five films within the MCU with Spider-Man, two standalone films, and three with the Avengers. It was a dream that I never thought would happen. It was never meant to last forever. We knew there was a finite amount of time that we'd be able to do this, and we told the story we wanted to tell, and I, and I will always be thankful for that. Uh, we, knew, we knew it was going to be a finite amount of time, so we set him to be a huge part of Phase yeah. 4. So we set him to have more movies than, <laughs> than we were planning, you know? Uh, Tom Holland said about the issue, Basically, we've made five great movies. It's been five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds? But all I know is I'm going to continue playing Spider-Man and having the time of my life. It's going to be so fun, however we choose to do it. The future for Spider-Man will be different, but it will be equally as awesome and, and amazing, and we'll find new ways to make it even cooler. Have you seen all the Not likely. <laughs> um, it's been a crazy week, but I, will, I want you all to know that from the bottom of my bottom of my heart i love you 3000 oh, oh tom sweet. holland what a what a cutie man if yeah but uh oh what was i gonna say about it oh um did you did you read all the clickbait headlines about like about tom holland unfollowing sony on like instagram no <laughs> there's like a lot of articles i was seeing on facebook it's like oh man Tom Holland has reportedly unfollowed Sony on Instagram. He's not very happy about it. All right, let me get it out there. I'm putting my opinion out there. This is Disney's fault. Like, if you see everything about it, like, Disney wants, a, like, half of the revenue, and that's stupid. Get out of here, Disney. <laughs> that's what, That was my argument last week, and you were defending Disney. Yeah, you know what? But more stuff has come out since. Well, okay, because this it was, like, a fresh thing since then. Like, then. Like, we literally talked about it the night of. And I want to yeah, like. I already had the insight to have the correct opinion about. Yeah, it. but like more you know stuff me. has come out about it, <laughs> and so I am now correcting my opinion about it, and I'm on your side now. It's Disney's fault. Okay, I used to be in favor of Disney. I'm like Disney's doing a good job. Look, they have the MCU. It's piping along. The new Star Wars movies are going along well. Everybody seems to be mostly on board with them. This was before the Last Jedi. Sure. And Solo. Um, now I'm like Disney is just going to take over everything now that they ha have Disney Plus. They had this thing where they wanted more money. I can't watch the Minnesota Twins games on Sling anymore because Disney, which for some reason owns Fox Sports regional sports networks, <laughs> not Fox Sports, but just the regional sports networks of it, they... Like, they wanted so much more money from Sling and Dish TV for, you know, for whatever reason. And Sling and Dish were like, we can't afford that. So yeah. now they're just not on that. And I have to pay $50 a month for YouTube TV. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> God dang it. Can't even watch the Minnesota Twins inevitably choke. Um, so, you know, I, my anti-Disney sentiment has grown quite a bit over the last... 
you know, a couple. We're still months. paid by Disney, but we're. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. This is all a publicity Uh-oh. stunt. <laughs> There's a laser on my forehead. <laughs> um, yeah, but my my my, I'm getting a little anti-Disney, especially with them. I have a bad feeling that they're going to start censoring 20th Century Fox and Fox Searchlight stuff. Yeah, just it's let, really hard to tell. Well, so like. All of their that like they recently canceled a bunch of Fox projects, but like, I, were they going to be any good? Anyway? Yeah, well, like a lot of the ones <laughs> they canceled, like that, like that new Die Hard movie and oh, stuff. Oh, I'm man. like, well, it's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, at first I was kind of like, man, this is Disney just like cleaning the slate. Like this is gonna suck. But most of the ones they've canceled, it's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> for me, it's like Disney. You want more money? You make a bajillion dollars. Robert Allen Iger makes like fifty million dollars a year, or something like that, as his salary. Yeah, and then they don't even pay their Disneyland workers mm-hmm. like livable wages. So I, I don't know what their deal is. Disney, I'm sure they're business things that you know are beyond my knowledge, but it seems like Disney, you literally make all the money in the world. <laughs> so stop. maybe if you didn't have to make eat all the money in the world plus some. Um, the world would be a better place. Maybe just think about it. I'm going to give this a fat bombadil that Spider-Man likely will not return to the MCU. Yeah, I'm going to give it a bombadil as well. But, you know, hey, if he uh, if he crosses over with Venom, that means Venom's in that world too. Let's think about that <laughs> for a bit. Wow, that really gets me excited. <laughs> On to some less uh, controversial news, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think it's really controversial. I think most people have that opinion. Oh, yeah, less depressing news, I should say. Kit Harrington, a.k.a. Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, has finally joined the MCU because, of course, he is. Everybody's going to. We're yeah. going to join the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse will take over everything. About uh, time. Harrington will play the Black Knight in Marvel's The Eternals coming to theaters in November 2020. I have no idea who that is. I Do you? Either. Well, I'm I'm kind of familiar. Like I can think of what he looks like, but I know nothing about <laughs> is the he character. A knight that's like I black. He is. <laughs> uh, funny enough, Richard Madden, who played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones, will also be in the movie. Yeah, so so they have two Stark king, reunion. Two kings of the north in that film uh i'm gonna give that a broca i guess why not yeah i'll give it a broca i like kid harrington i do too i feel like he's, he's been in game of thrones and just a bunch of bad things he's like he's like pompey <laughs> she's my queen <laughs> yeah she's in, he, i forgot he was in pompey which i never saw i didn't either <laughs> uh let's be done with d23 huh really what you got more stuff i don't think so Oh, well, no, there's the new Marvel series that were announced. Oh, yeah, yeah, the She-Hulk. Yeah, so there was She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, Miss Marvel's interesting because that was originally... um, The Marvelous Miss Marvel. (laughs) Miss Maisel. The Marvelous Miss Marvel. Um, That's what they should have named it. They should. They blew it. Um, Disney, you want all the money in the world, plus some, and you blew the title. The uh, Miss Marvel was originally the uh, moniker for uh, ca- the current Captain Marvel because she wasn't the original Captain Marvel. So, but Miss um, Marvel is now someone else. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about her, but apparently people are kind of excited for about that. About that, I'm excited for Moon Knight though because people really like Moon one Knight. best picture. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but Moon Knight is like kind of an interesting character. Um, 
I've always kind of thought of like Daredevil as Marvel's answer to Batman, but I think Moon Knight is actually closer. Moon, but like that piques my interest. What? That piques my interest. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of Batmany, but he's also like he he also wanes a little Edgier. supernatural. Oh. I don't I don't know. You you don't have to I I was thinking about looking up stuff about him beforehand so I had a better like info about but then him. Alden's but like, "Oh, be prepared for the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was busy doing other things like rewatching some episodes of BoJack Horseman probably. Wow. I'm glad you spent your time wisely. Um, but yeah, Moon Knight, you should look honestly, you should look up stuff about Moon Knight because I think that would be something you'd be interested in. And then She-Hulk is going to be probably like a comedy fourth wall breaking show because she hulk is kind of that character that does that a lot she's kind of like deadpool except less vulgar she's kind of just more i guess she doesn't care she knows she's in a comic but she's just like yeah whatever all right what are you giving those uh i'll give i'll give them all bro cause because i think they're all different enough they could be interesting and we don't really know much about them yeah so. I'll, I'll give it a bro cause moon knight is anything as near as compelling as batman yeah he's so. yeah I, I think moon knight could be good all right people are wanting keanu reeves to be moon knight so we'll maybe that'll happen <laughs> <laughs> uh holden now done with d23 news. yes thank goodness I mean, it was such a great time oh, yeah, talking about man. Disney, our favorite company in the world. That just got rid all, of Spider-Man. All the magic. Uh, oh, Black Panther's coming out. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're making, they're making Black Panther 2? Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let's talk about the new Joker movie. We're getting yeah. a new trailer tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. As we should have waited, of this Jimmy. Recording. Why didn't we wait to record? Because the audience demanded it, Holden. <laughs> uh, we'll have our reactions to that next week. In the meantime, Todd Phillips told Total Film that he would seriously consider making a sequel to the film if Walking Phoenix is on board mm -hmm. and if the first film does well. Holden, thoughts? All right. Well, this tells us a couple things. Either Joker doesn't die in the movie, which... I thought maybe it would happen just because they were talking like it's a standalone, like no sequels or it's just a red herring and he does die in it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't I know. I never thought about it in that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, th if this movie has a lot of people haven't seen it yet, that mostly people we that have though, we, we have seen it. We can clarify. <laughs> it's very good. It's the best movie I've ever seen, <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of, a lot of the people who have seen it are like film festival, uh, like, people in charge of those since it's being shown at a couple like festivals us. yeah like we us. we should have our film the festival. augustana film festival Tom <laughs> yeah. festival um but yeah i think i think it has potential to be really good the things i've heard from the few people that have seen it they've said it's good so yeah i think if i like the first one yeah then, then i'll be for a sequel <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i feel like I would say I'm it, either gonna really like this movie or it's just gonna feel disappointing. But I feel there has got to be some middle ground there, yeah. probably it, for me. Well, and I mean, it also kind of depends if this movie feels like it doesn't need a sequel. Like it might feel like, wow, that's all the like the character just kind of went through his arc and it can't really go much from there. I think it depends on the interpretation of Joker, mm -hmm. and if I want to see that interpretation of Joker coexist in a universe with a batman an interesting batman so 
I've been kind of I've been kind of surprised in seeing the hate for everyone think like everyone's upset that it's not based on anything from the comics. Have you been seeing? Uh, yeah, that? I I know that people were. They said that they thought people were going to get upset by that, but like why? I've that's been seeing a lot original content. Yeah, I don't want this. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a lot Disney of comments on se- content. I don't want any of that. Decide. There's just a lot decide, of comments okay. that are like, oh, it's like, well, if it's not based on anything from the comics, then it's just like it's like a crime movie with Joker plastered on it for name recognition. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the best Joker movie. Yeah. Like opportunity you have. I mean, if you do something original, it's just going to be some type of movie with Joker on top. Like, I don't know. Unless it's like an over the top comic book movie, which this is looking to not be. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give the fact that we may have a Joker sequel, a Broca. Yeah, because I will we've too. Seen it and it's Watch great. this movie be fantastic. Four levels of terrible, and then we come back and re-edit this episode and say it's a bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have that review coming for you when it comes out because Beginning we don't want October. S- we don't want to spoil it because yeah. we've seen it. Walking uh, <laughs> Phoenix explained why he signed on to play the Joker despite having reservations. He was quoted as saying. I think oftentimes in these movies we have we have these simplified reductive archetypes that allows for the audience to be distant distant from the character just like we would do in real life where it's easy to label somebody as evil and therefore say well I'm not that and yet we are all guilty we have all sinned and I thought that here was this film and these characters where it wouldn't be easy for you as an audience there are times when you're going to feel yourself connected to him and rooting for him and times when you should feel repulsed by him and I like the idea of challenging the audience and challenging myself to explore a character like that. It's rare to explore characters like that in any movies, but especially in the superhero genre. Holden, what do you think about the philosophical Walking <laughs> Phoenix? Oh, man. I, I I mean, that quote is kind of what I expect from him. Yeah. He, he kind of seems like the guy who'd say something like that. But, I mean, yeah, if, if that quote holds true to the, the character in the movie, then... I th- it it is interesting that we're having the Joker as like the protagonist of this mm-hmm. movie, like the anti-hero nineteen seventies or eighties vibe. Yeah. Um, you know, when they first announced this movie, I'm like, that's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. But if they pulled it off, they pulled it off. I yeah. really hope they do, and they did because we saw it. Yeah, <laughs> it's real good. Um, I think that the moral ambiguity and the kind of weird pulling for someone while also rooting a, like while also being repulsed by them. I think that's a really interesting kind of dichotomy that you experience as an audience in certain movies. I like that, so I'm going to give this Broca. Yep, I will give it a Broca as well. I saw movies similar to that kind of idea this week. We'll have to talk about it. And what are you doing? Um, But that's coming up later. Okay. We've got a couple more pieces of news left. Holden, you mentioned the Breaking Bad movie trailer that we got. It's coming to Netflix. Yeah. On October 11th already of this year. It's coming to Netflix. And it will be titled El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. That's a dumb name. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, well, be, just call it like El Camino. You don't need the Breaking Bad subtitle in there. <laughs> or just say like Breaking Bad, Bad movie. El Camino. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Walter White. Is he alive? He's probably alive. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, thoughts on the trailer, Holden? Um, I thought it was. I mean, there's not a lot to it. 
Um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought the acting was bad. Oh, I don't really? know why. I just like it felt so much like to me. I'm gonna. <laughs> this is such a hot take, I guess. I don't mean to be so negative about it, but it very much felt like a film like a student film where they didn't have experience making a movie and it's like this one shot and this person is acting and i'm i for whatever reason i was like this just feels like a set and not real and then he's like jesse pinkman oh man not i don't want to do anything with him yeah yeah i I, just it didn't depress me but i mean i like breaking bad so i cool so that character skinny pete and i always i mean that's always how i thought skinny pete was i thought like i never i never didn't ever really think his acting was necessarily bad but he just had a weird way of doing it and i thought it like held true to how he was on the show okay I, I don't know from what i remember at least i guess i've seen the show once through and then some same here. episodes here and there but um yeah ozymandias actually i've only seen that once ozymandias Directed by Ryan Johnson. We bring that up I will a lot. <laughs> preach that till the day I die. Um, yeah, uh, but I thought it, I mean, didn't give away anything, really. No, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, like, which they're just like, blah, 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 it, Jesse Pinkman, it pretty blah, much, blah, 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 Breaking yeah. Bad. Well, and it pretty much just reveals that, uh, I mean, that the movie is coming, which I think is fine, because knowing that there's a Breaking Bad movie will be enough to draw most people, so. Yeah. Uh, excited to see Aaron Paul again. He's been he's in he's one of the main characters in BoJack Horseman. So, but he's like funny in that show. So it'll be interesting seeing him do his Jesse Pinkman again, where he's kind of funny sometimes, and other times he's manically depressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give this trailer Bertrand. Still excited for the movie. Maybe yeah. I'll come around to this scene in the movie. Maybe it just was out of context for me. I'll give it a Brokaw because I'm really excited for this movie, and we don't know much about it, and it's coming sooner than I thought, honestly. And you're being paid off by Netflix. Yeah. Netflix has been getting a lot of like weird network stuff, like because they got the two... They got the Invader Zim movie and Rocco's Modern Life movie, which are both Nickelodeon properties. And then they're getting this, which is an AMC thing. Well, they need to do anything to survive at this point. Yeah. They're like, fire all the cannons. (laughs) Uh, Last piece of news, Holden, uh, that I have anyway, unless you have some more. Um, Dan Trachtenberg, director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, the playtest episode of Black Mirror, and the pilot for the boys amazon prime series will no longer direct the uncharted movie starring Mm, tom holland as nathan drake his reason for leaving has not been communicated by either him or sony um it's kind of weird because when the director signed on to do the uncharted movie he called it a dream come true what are your thoughts um i i mean is this movie ever gonna happen it's this movie has been on the docket for ever several years uh what was at least since it's had to be because they announced tom holland as nathan drake probably what shortly after civil war came out probably uh, yeah right after civil war i think so and this movie has not gone anywhere since then they've been (laughs) through a couple directors i'm disappointed because i think dan trachtenberg is a really good director Mm -hmm. who hasn't gotten to kind of flex his muscles yet but 10 cloverfield lane is exceptional it's a great movie for, Except for the, the script that's not his fault yeah um <laughs> i'm putting that one on jj abrams man <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm mainly a pro jj abrams guy but you should have just let that 
be a standalone movie and so yeah, they just for sure. pasting chlorophyll on it uh playtest is a very well done episode of black mirror mm-hmm. um i haven't seen the boys but i mean that's boys kind of good. been a breakout show i didn't of know the he summer. did that so, so yeah he cool. did the pilot for that this is a bummer especially since he was like really excited to do it mm-hmm. so maybe just the script is just no Real good I, or sony's being very you know sony about <laughs> it i really want i really want an uncharted movie to be good but i mean i do too what, like and our no, track i know or- naughty dog is very particular about it and they will yeah. not let an uncharted movie be made unless it is good which is good that's good yeah like i'm i'm all for that for looking that at you quality square control. enix yeah <laughs> doom raider god getting another one of those <laughs> that's <laughs> right jeez uh yeah i mean i'll I don't know if I want to give this a Brokaw because it's good that they want it to be good or if I want to give it a Bombadil because... Well, I'm want... giving it a Bombadil because a very good director left. Okay, that's fair. I'll give it a Bombadil yeah. as well. Holden, <laughs> back in the studio. Already. First time. First time back together. What does Holden do? He messes up the recording Classic again. Classic me. Sorry I had to cut him off mid-sentence. <laughs> uh, we had a... <laughs> We had about uh, eight minutes or so that we lost in the recording. It was probably the eight minutes, best eight minutes we've ever had on the podcast. Yeah. You guys are never going to hear it again. We're going to have to fake what we say now. <laughs> it's not going to be genuine or come from the heart. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I could just put the my audio with your faint <laughs> voice. <laughs> just make it sound like I'm talking to myself a little bit. <laughs> but uh, no, we'll uh, we'll revisit what Holden had brought up. He had a couple more pieces of news, um, one of which is hilarious. Yeah. So okay. I laughed. I was genuinely very happy when I first heard about it. Yeah. And so <laughs> maybe I'll be <laughs> very... Uh, it's it's in- interesting disingenuine yeah. this time just over the top disingenuine and anyway so the, f- the first story I brought up I, I had a few um, was that Eva Longoria of Desperate Housewives fame is directing a movie about a uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie Yes. And <laughs> which is great on in and of itself but like I was really hoping when I read this last night that it would like actually be about Flamin' Hot Cheetos and like a world where they live or something like Emoji <laughs> Movie style but uh, I actually, this story, you I thought... You wanted it to be, like, the emotion. Yeah, I thought, that'd be so funny. Like, I mean, obviously, it'd be terrible, but it'd be so <laughs> funny. Um, but when I read this last night, I thought it was a dream because I, like, woke up this morning and I kind of remembered it. And I was like, that cannot be real. And then I looked it up and indeed it is. But actually, this movie is, um, it's actually, a, like, a biopic, maybe a documentary. I don't know. It's not really clear about, um, but it's about the guy who created... Uh, flaming hot cheetahs and it is that sounds just thrilling (laughs) we were saying that it has to be a crazy story yeah because that (laughs) sounds very mundane but there must be some twists this must this guy must be or gal must be a huge character yeah well it could could be like he could be like a really interesting guy something interesting could have happened to him like this can't just be like oh he was on the like marketing team or something and comes up with this idea <laughs> I don't know or product development but I don't know easily easy to say two Thomas two thumbs up broke oh yeah definitely excited for whenever this happens um but uh then what else I had uh Taika Waititi is in talks for a role in uh the Suicide Squad the Suicide, the Suicide Squad. Squad not the old one which is a terrible movie um <laughs> 
one of the worst, in my opinion. Um, but no, th- I mean, this is exciting because this guy, he's he's a good, he's he's a pretty funny actor when he acts. He's a great director. Um, and I'm sure him bantering with uh, James Gunn's script, uh, probably amazing script, that'll be, uh, and maybe he'll add some touches of himself in there. I think that could yeah. be really interesting. He's going to touch himself? Yeah, in the, movie. <laughs> in the movie. I don't know what he'll, I, I, I don't, don't know think what you want to see in the movie, Holden, but that's kind of messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Sabroka, <laughs> assuming that he's not just touching himself the whole movie. I don't, and I don't think it even says who he's going to play, so... I actually didn't know that Jai Courtney was coming back as Captain Boomerang. Great. All right. Alden, turn on your microphone. I'm just going to berate you (laughs) while you're getting your recording set back. I got to clap so we can sync the audio here. Okay, so for the second time in this episode, Holden has once again <laughs> ruined the podcast by having Google Chrome, a RAM-eating monster, open at the same time as GarageBand, which we record into and we have certain yeah. presets for to optimize the audio. Uh, <laughs> Chrome is not a good thing to have open. And so twice he's had it opened. And it's... Uh, third time's the charm, all right, third Jimmy? Third the charm. At least I don't have to fake my Cheetos reaction again. Yeah, no, like... like it cut off at just the right point, I, so we didn't even luckily, get to the this next... last time. Like his screen, like will time out and go black, so mm-hmm. sometimes we don't know. Luckily, when he was talking this time, I peeked over and I saw his GarageBand icon bouncing, so I kind of caught it right away. So That's luckily, good. we didn't lose out on too much. But what was your last piece of news here? Okay, my last piece of news For was the... <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't really get into it. Uh, the Irishman is not going to have a wide release because um, theaters rejected it. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, and if it's going to be on Netflix at the same time, why would you go to a theater to see it? Well, it, I think it's like comes out like three weeks later on Netflix or something, oh, or like does. a month or two months, something like it, that. Okay. But theaters are like, if people know it's coming to Netflix, they're not going to go see it, which is a good argument. I mean, the uh, the article I saw said that it will be released in some like indie cinemas that still want to carry it and whatever, but it will not have the wide release that originally was promised. Other things we talked about in the original recording is that um, I said, Martin. Scorsese movies should be seen on the big screen because he's, yeah. he's a good uh, director. Should be seen. We talked a little bit. Too about bad we don't have any indie cinemas around here <laughs> that we can go see it at. Uh, well, we'll just have to make one, huh? Yeah. Um, and then how Silence kind of went under the radar. You didn't see it. I saw it. It's a pretty solid movie. Deserves some. The movie Oscar. called Silence. You, you yeah. sped through that. The <laughs> just movie, clarifying. The movie Silence, directed by Martin Scorsese. Yes. Flew under the radar. Uh, probably should have received some Oscar consideration, but didn't because it came out like right before the mm-hmm. period. Yeah, like the window, whatever. Oscar stuff, um, and it's pretty good, and you should see it. Andrew Garfield, Liam Neeson, Adam Driver, all very good. The uh, University Theater back in Lincoln um, shows a lot of indie movies sometimes. So if I'm in town, and they're showing it, I might have to go check it out there. The Irish Man. Yes de-aging we'll see if it's any good i will give that a bombadil because movies should be in the cinema yeah bombadil let's move on to what are you doing for the second time (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing Olden, what are you doing besides ruining this podcast <laughs> repeatedly? Well, actively. Um, I, we didn't even need Scott Sutter this week. <laughs> yeah, God. Scott Sutter, <laughs> one I met Sutter Jimmy Uthie is, One week. Sutter is one generation of Sutters is enough. <laughs> That's um, like a, 
yeah, look up that quote and okay. then maybe not Sutter's, but there's another word. The uh, so one of the things I talked about the first time was how me and Jimmy we just moved into our apartments uh, this week. They're pretty nice. They're new, brand new on the university campus. Um, on, I mean, they're owned by a university, and so. Yeah, we're in the same building, but we, luckily we're on opposite sides. Yeah, Cause, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't stand living next to Jimmy. Um, uh, but movie-wise, TV show-wise, um, movie-wise and TV show-wise, let me see. Uh, I saw the oh the movie Punisher Warzone. Yes, is not good. It Which was, is a part of what? Oh yeah, that's right. So I, I previously explained Punisher Warzone. It, it was this like weird side Marvel property brand that they had going at the beginning of the MCU called Marvel Knights. It wasn't supposed to t- uh, tie in with the MCU or anything, but it was supposed to kind of have their like edgier properties have movies about them. And the only two movies that came out in this line uh, were Punisher Warzone and the second Ghost Rider movie, and neither of them are like very good but this movie is hilarious it's it it's kind of like it's like john wick kind of levels of violence it's not nearly as like well done yeah uh, as john wick um but it's just like punisher's like constantly he's like blowing people's heads off and he's there's uh (laughs) one of the very first kills in the movie is like the bad guy just like cuts this guy's head off like it looks like a kitchen knife (laughs) like he just like lops his head (laughs) off i'm like okay um but uh the yeah, it's just like there's a lot of weird parts in the movie. Like I previously mentioned the bad guy in the movie. There's a whole scene where uh, he and his brother are like smashing mirrors for like two minutes because he's like disfigured and doesn't like looking in his face. Um, but it's it's hilarious. I mean, I got I watched it for free, so I don't regret it. But that's the only way I would recommend watching it. It's a good time. It's probably fun if you're drunk or something. <laughs> it's probably a movie that's fun to make fun of if you're drunk. Um yeah um but then beyond that i watched the movie election uh 1999 comedy starring uh young reese witherspoon and uh old matthew broderick as i described it to uh jimmy earlier um and it's pretty good it's kind of one of those classic high school comedies but told from a teacher's perspective i almost kind of thought of it like what if the principal from ferris bueller like the movie was kind of told from his perspective because he's like the shitty guy but it like and but all this stuff is kind of happening around him and whatever um so it was it was pretty good i'd recommend that movie um i started watching under the silver lake one of my top 10 most anticipated movies of the year uh if you watch that first episode or listen to that first episode of our podcast <laughs> you'd know that which uh, i <laughs> i don't know if people have noticed but i went back couple weeks ago and literally changed the title of the first episode to in parentheses new listeners skip this episode (laughs) followed by like our 10 most anticipated movies of 2019 or whatever but Um, who directed this movie um it's i can't remember his name it's the guy who directed it follows okay um and it follows us and it's not a movie i love but it's one i respect um it's i mean it's a very well directed movie and it's got some good scares in there but it's not one that really scared me at all um, some good acting and whatnot. Um, but Under the Silver Lake, it's very bizarre. It's Andrew Garfield, and he's this kind of loner in L.A. who's kind of he's kind of a pervert. He kind of he like spies on people from his balcony, kind of rear window style almost. 
but um, he finds this mysterious girl who moves into the apartment complex, and he meets her, and they have a fun night and whatever, but uh, she's, like, mysteriously gone the next day, and he's this guy who... she's under the Silver Lake. Um, there's a lot of themes of that title. Um, but the... Uh, he's kind of this guy who's, like, a conspiracy theorist, and he's, like, convinced that all forms of media have, like, like subliminal messages and stuff. Um, and so he kind of finds this trail. I haven't, I haven't finished it, so I don't ex- exactly know where it goes, but he finds this, like, trail of clues that he think kind of all add up to each other, but you're not entirely sure, at least as of yet, if it's actually going anywhere, if they're just, like, things he's following for no reason. Um, but it's very interesting. It's very weird. It's definitely not for everybody. The critic, like, Metacritic score is only, like, 55 but the people who love it think it's like a masterpiece so it's like a very split movie um i think it's pretty good so far uh i'll probably give more onto that once i finish it for next week um and as far as tv shows are i i actually haven't watched as much tv this week i've watched a little bit more of mind hunter still very good haven't finished it yet um i've watched oh i started watching have you ever heard of a show called letter kenny I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. It's Is like this the Hulu one. Yeah. It's yeah, on, where they're like, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're Hicks from Canada. And it's like, it's kind of like if you've ever heard of trailer park boys, except funnier. Cause I don't think trailer park boys is funny at all, but, um, it's like As these, someone who's never seen trailer park boys. I am deeply offended. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's <laughs> Canadian Hicks and it's just kind of what they do and it's really dumb, but it's actually, it's pretty well written. I was kind of surprised when I was watching it, like, for being a show that's like just about hicks and stuff it's it's got some clever good jokes in there and some nice reoccurring ones throughout the series so i'm excited to continue with that um but beyond that i don't think i've uh, particularly seen anything i'll think about it maybe i'll add something at the end uh, well i just hope you keep talking <laughs> <laughs> um i watched a couple movies this week crossed a couple off my watch list one as holden's favorite movie ever the witch <laughs> oh god let's debate this okay I mean, unless you, unless you it. like I, it i um or unless you hate it i liked it i didn't love it i thought it was really well done i mm-hmm. i thought the cinematography was especially good and the acting mm-hmm. i thought all everybody in the movie was very mm-hmm. good i it was about two-thirds of the way through the movie i'm like who is this actress and then i figured it out it's liza aaron from game of thrones She's the mom of like the veil with the moon door that shoots people. Oh, that's her down okay. there. Uh, yeah, uh, she has an interesting storyline in Game of Thrones. I won't yeah. spoil that for some, for people who the, have not watched it yet. Um, the dad's in Game of Thrones too. The dad is in Game of Thrones. I'm trying to remember. Who I can't. He is. He's like he's a guard. He's only in like the first season or two. Yeah. I like him a lot. Too. I like his I thought, voice. I thought he was. <laughs> really, I thought he was the best actor in yeah, the, okay. the movie. I liked that part of it. I'm just not a huge fan of like the whole supernatural horror stuff. But I mean, like I, I just, thought the overall was good. I mean, it was a little pretentious. I but yeah. I liked it overall. I didn't love it. I wasn't like, boy, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But I definitely think it was a very well done movie. A very tight vision, well executed, well acted, beautifully shot. I think acting and cinematography-wise, I have to agree, those two are pretty good in that movie. But I honestly, I don't think anything else in the movie is very good. <laughs> so what don't you like about Should we uh, say spoilers? I guess. I don't know. I'm like... 
it, admittedly, it has been a while since I've seen this movie. I probably saw it within a year or two of it coming out, and this movie's a few years old at this point. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't really like the storyline at all. I don't like, I like, I like the sets and everything from the cinematography standpoint. I don't like how gray it is. I get that it's supposed to be bleak. It just like did not appeal I, to me at all. I believe that's historically inaccurate too. I yeah. I believe that I learned in one of my classes that the Puritans actually dressed in very bright, vibrant colors. Yeah. So the the bleak stuff that you kind of see in all like the Thanksgiving pictures and stuff is not actually accurate to the mm. times. I yeah. So kind of from that perspective from the story perspective which i did not really like the story at all um music was okay i don't know uh, some people really like the witch soundtrack it didn't really stick with me I yeah no it wasn't like the piece of midsummer really stuck with me there yeah. wasn't really anything in this that stuck with me no um i like the only scene that like remotely well, I, I'm not even sure if I like it anymore. I used to kind of... Spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers. We'll say spoilers. I'll put the time codes when the spoilers are, I, if the, you care. The only scene I remember liking, but the more I think about it, I, I think I just liked it because it surprised me, was when the goat kills the dad. Yeah. That was, like, I, I think the only reason I like that because it caught me off guard. But, like, the rest of the movie, I was just like, yeah, I don't what like What did you this. think about the goat being, like, Satan? That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of dumb. I, I thought it, I thought the movie was going to end when, she, like, her whole family's died, dead, and she kind of puts her head down at the table, and it fades yeah, to black, and then it's black for, like, a three seconds. And then she goes and talks to the goat, and then she turns into a witch, and she floats that away. Dumb. That ending was, so, that, that ending was, like, one of the worst parts of the movie. Um, I hate it. M- my one of my biggest gripes with the movie uh still in spoilers here is that uh a lot of the conflict in the second and third act is derivative of her telling her little sister that like jokingly that she's a witch yeah and that she's gonna put a spell on her and stuff it's like why would you say that if you like it just seems like a really dumb thing to say that any halfway you know competent character and i know that she's like uh uneducated pilgrim girl thing and you know that wouldn't have you know a lot of you know wouldn't be like critical thinking but like for me to buy into the horror movie like it was beyond my uh uh what do you call that when you like something of disbelief what do you call it suspension suspension of disbelief that it didn't work for me you know i was like okay that was obviously just a plot device yeah and i thought there could have been a way to more seamlessly transition from her being this girl into the family thinks that she may be a witch sure i also thought the beginning was just weird i like didn't need to be there where they get like banished i thought that was i mean it set up the movie i guess i don't know it's just it because like the rest of the movie there's like no cast beyond like the family and like I guess the witches in the woods and then it, at the beginning there's just like this tribunal I thought the boy kind of falling into the hands of the witch worked more naturally than the main characters because he was like obviously he was you know maturing so he's getting mm-hmm. attracted to the other sex so you like you kind of see that he's kind of like looking at his sister because like that's the only other yeah, female exactly. really and then so it makes sense when the witch is really attractive that's like luring to him mm-hmm. that makes sense whereas like her transition into this 
didn't make as much sense to me. But mm-hmm. again, I just sat down and watched it once, didn't read any articles about it. I'm sure people have their reasons for seeing her character arc in a different light than me. That probably makes more sense. Bird so. pecks at a nipple. Do you remember that? Yep. <laughs> That's, that happens. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a solid movie. All right, let's be done with The Witch. Yeah. Out of spoilers, welcome back. Um, so I liked The Witch, didn't love it. I think it's a solid movie, well done. Holden doesn't like it, nope. thinks it's all right. Uh, kind of below all right. Below all right. <laughs> but he's excited for The Lighthouse. I am, you know what? By the same director, which I told you you were not allowed to be. Okay. Since you didn't like The Witch. <laughs> uh, the other movie I watched this week was, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Oh, yeah. The, I that's saw that. what I was kind of alluding to when I talked about the Joker being the antihero. I mean, Ted Bundy. I actually like, thought you were going to say you watched The King of Comedy. That's what oh, I was expecting. No. But, okay. Um, so, I liked this movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought I maybe my expectations were a little lower. I don't know how accurate it is. Um, I think, I don't know. Well, I, the thing I, I, I kind of liked about this movie is, like, it doesn't really show him killing anyone. No, it's not about that. It's yeah. about the his... It's more about Lily Collins' character, yeah. his wife. Who she's or good. Or his fiance. Yeah, and she's good. She's she's good. Zac Efron is great. Like, yeah. he nailed Ted Bundy. I'm like, his mannerisms, his inflection were on point. He had it down. Yeah. Who knew Zac Efron would be a good actor, right? <laughs> High school musical Zac Efron. Man. <laughs> He's great. He should be in more stuff. He's yeah. funny. He too. is funny. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's when I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I I thought it kind of I think after halfway maybe it dragged a little bit. That was kind of my thing. Because I, I remember thinking, like, halfway through, I'm like, oh, this movie's, like, almost done. I Yeah, I was watching <laughs> it with Emily Ward and Shout Out. She said that I need to shout her out more in the podcast. Okay. That's my girlfriend. Shout, shout out, to, out to Emily Warden, who picked this movie over Jurassic Park because she wasn't in the mood to watch a, quote, old dinosaur movie. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so... Yeah, so I I enjoyed it. I did, but like I did, like actually, like hit the remote once in the middle, and I was yeah. like, I was thinking it was like kind of you know twenty minutes away from the end. It yeah. was like fifty five minutes, fifty five minutes to go. You know? Yeah, I was like, oh, we got quite a bit of movie left here. Not to say that I no, thought. I it mean, the rest of the movie is like interesting. It, it maybe it was just the structure felt like it was yeah. ending before it did. But um, no, I liked it. Yeah, Very good. makes me want to go back and watch the Ted Bundy tapes thing. I kinda, fell asleep the first time. I, I thought it was kind of weird that people didn't like this movie, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, maybe it's just people have know. bad taste. We only we're the only ones with good taste. Yeah, if you listen to us and you agree with our opinions, you've got good taste. That's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works nowadays. Uh, anything? Oh, I I was taking a break from The Witcher Three because I just had uh, I just felt the need to play Arkham Knight because it was sure. on my PS4. I had played through it on my Xbox and my computer, but I had bought it on PlayStation 4 uh, a while ago, and I was like, huh, I might as well get these trophies. So I've been playing it. I love the Arkham games, man. Yeah, it's man, just so slick. So slick. There's a little bit of narrative wobbliness, wobbliness in the in Arkham Knight, but, man, I love the whole... Arkham Knight's a real fun, man. I love that game. Come on, Rocksteady. Come on, WB Montreal. <laughs> just give me something. All right, I want... You know what? WB needs to stop pretending like Arkham Origins didn't exist, right? Yeah. Like, that movie existed. That's a good game. They need to to release it on this generation. Yeah, 
Because they're just like, oh man, the Arkham trilogy. There's a fourth one in there, Buckos. <laughs> Get on that. <laughs> All right, you game. have anything else this week? Uh, no. No, I that's a short episode, shortest in a while. We've been getting long episodes. Yeah. Um. So we'll see you for it chapter two in like a week and a half. Hold in there. I know you're gonna miss us. Yeah. But uh, it'll be worth the wait. Hopefully, it that's will what we be. Hear. It's gonna be amazing. It's two hours. It. Of, it's yeah. <laughs> chapter two. It chapter two will be amazing. I. Uh, despite the fact that I've been hearing kind of lukewarm things about it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, it's going to be two hours and 45 minutes, so we both promised that we're going to do a two-hour and 45-minute episode. Get ready. Hold on to your that, pants. That's a joke. <laughs> we're not going to do that, hopefully. Not intentionally. Uh, I couldn't stand to be in here that long. Well, good thing we're sitting. I'll see myself out. <laughs> uh, social media links are in the description. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. We got some more viewers this week. We got a lot we, of listeners. We got on a lot of listeners <laughs> on. We got like literally three times the amount of listens we normally get on the Jackie Brown episode of all episodes. Yeah, I'll Jackie get... Brown. The Maybe we need to do more old reviews, <laughs> old Tarantino movies. You heard it here first. We're gonna be doing uh, Death Proof here in a while. Uh, so thanks for listening. Hopefully you came back after Jackie Brown. Yeah. Um, and didn't find and this you just didn't too accidentally annoying. click on ours. <laughs> uh, so we'll catch you for it chapter two. In the meantime, have a good one. Bye bye. Love you.